Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes. I am super tired right now. How are you? How are you? How's your week been going? <laughs> oh, you know, just the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a chance to watch three things this weekend. Three things. Three things. What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. What'd you watch? I watched. It. So for for the first thing, I watched Ambulance. How was Ambulance? <laughs> It was actually really, really good. I think one of my top uh, Michael Bay movies that have come out within the last 10 years. Really? Yeah. Okay, so 10 years. That'd be 2010. So that'd be Transformers movies. Yeah, it was definitely better than than the last few Transformers. Because the first one's the best. <laughs> yeah. I think, wasn't... The, the second one was 2009? Or was it 2010? Uh, it's like 2009, I believe. 10 years ago was 2012, not 2010. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so then that would have brought us to the third one. Something like that. G- like, give or take. Yeah. Let's see here. Transformers. Robots and Discounts. Okay, so... Transformers movies... Uh, more title matches. So we had Transformers. Okay, Dark of the Moon was 2011. Okay. Um, the first one was 07, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. First one was 07. Uh, Revenge of the Fallen was 09. Okay. And then Dark Moon, Dark of the Moon was 2011. No, oh, they kept it two years apart. It's not. And then bad. Age of Extinction was 2014. Mm-hmm. And, and then, that was the last one you saw, and you hated it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last night was 2017. Oh, that movie's awful. And then, uh, yeah. And then they took a little bit of hiatus, and then it brought out Bumblebee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that wasn't then, Michael Bay. That was produced by Michael Bay. Correct. But not directed. And then now we're just awaiting, it's, again, not Michael Bay, but we're awaiting the uh, Beasts. Beast Wars! Yep. The movie. Yes. <laughs> but back to Ambulance. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they reference other Michael Bay movies as if they happened. Uh, so like as if the characters also watch those movies too. Really? Yes. And I was happy that they referenced The Rock. <laughs> Wait, they, they referenced like, like Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery, The Rock? Yes. <laughs> And really? that made me so happy. <laughs> oh, I might have to watch that now. <laughs> I might have to rewatch The Rock. Uh, there's a few Nicolas Cage movies I want to rewatch before this weekend for a movie coming up in the news. Hey. 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 Call back. <laughs> hey, it's John Travolta. Hey. Yes. <laughs> is that one of the movies? Uh, I hope that's one of the movies. For sure, Face Off is one of them. So is The Rock. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. That's another good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another one? Um, oh, National Treasure. National Treasure. Don't forget the... Uh, um, oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. It's, uh, we actually talked about it a little. We referenced it last week. Okay. When we were talking about another actor. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, Nick Cage is, uh, 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 hold on. Disappeared in one minute? Oh, gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> we did refer, I remember that, okay. <laughs> I was going to try to do the, you know, low rider and then, let's go. But it's a lot more of a visual reference than a, than a podcast reference. Uh, most definitely. <laughs> Jason, his uh, Eleanor. Y- yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Ambu Yes, it was so, so good. I highly recommend it. 
Now, <laughs> yes, my next movie. I was surprised how much I I didn't enjoy it as much as the first. Okay. And that was Sonic Two. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like I love Jim Carrey in it. He's the highlight of the movie, as he was in the first one. I just didn't feel like they took a big enough chance. I felt like they played safe with it. Really? Oh, that's Which, a, that's unfortunate. I get it, I, and I was so disappointed. I was just like, why can't I love this as as much as the first one? And I it it just I I don't know. It fell short for me. Well, that that's sad to hear. It is. Um, but I mean, it was still fun to watch though. I will give it that. Um, if you liked the first one on the terms of it being just a movie to watch, I think people would really enjoy it. But if you're going into it, going into it, thinking that it's going to be as good as the first one, I think you might be a little devastated, but who knows? I might be wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. If I if I ever have a chance to go watch it. Uh well, you definitely should cuz I want to hear your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to find the time. Definitely. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> right? <laughs> what is time? Um okay, and then my last movie, I know I was talking bad about it last week that I didn't want to see it, but I did end up going to go see Fantastic Beasts. Okay. How'd you like it? I, I, it was definitely a lot better than Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Mads Mikkelsen as Grindelwald. Um, it was a lot better than the second one. Mm-hmm. It still didn't live up to the first one as what I thought, but it was still decent. If you like the franchise, definitely go watch it. Okay. Okay. Did it feel like they were wrapping a lot of stuff up? Like, especially near the end. Yeah, it felt like it was the end of the series, almost. Okay. In a, in, in, in a strange, weird way. Okay. Because it, it, it really felt like everything kind of tied up neatly at the end. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that it was just way too convenient. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Did you uh. watch anything this weekend? nothing new okay i had to think back to what i was doing this weekend (laughs) Uh, so i was actually uh out of town this weekend okay uh visiting with with family for Mm -hmm. the holiday Mm -hmm. and we had we had somebody that had never seen 10 things i hate about you oh my god well i mean you know they're they're 15 so okay but still i mean uh, like that should be required watching at that age (laughs) <laughs> it's still very um it's apparently pg-13 and it's on disney plus which oh. surprised me um but okay, it, it, all right. it toes the line very much close to our territory like nowadays mm-hmm. it would probably be r mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah especially with the with the manuscript that the guidance counselor is writing um <laughs> but yeah no had a had a bunch of fun watching that good and okay. just you know watching you know a, a fantastic performance by you know all involved in, mm-hmm. including you know julia Stiles and heath ledger oh mm-hmm. no r.i.p right i mean it's it was super interesting as well because you know, you you watch The Dark Knight, and mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't seem like Heath Ledger, but then right. but then you watch Ten Things I Hate About You, and you know he does the the smile with the little head shake, mm-hmm. just like you know fully baring his teeth kind of smile, you know, and it's like holy crap, that's the Joker. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's it was it was not unnerving, but just kind of a weird moment of like whoa <laughs> you know yeah that would be weird to notice that especially with how you know how it all goes mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. playing the joker that that just seems unnerving to me 
Right, and everything that it kind of led to. Exactly. Yeah. Which, oh, um, I was looking up, you know, some facts about 10 Things I Hate About You because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, all of the, like, every single one of the shots was done on location. There was no sets built for the movie. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was all done on location in Washington State. Okay. I believe. And, like, the, the school was an actual high school that started off as, like, a train station and then got converted. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, I, I always like looking up, like, little random tidbits. Oh, yeah. As I'm sure people have noticed. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's what our tangents are for. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's basically the only thing I kind of watched. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't have a chance to rewatch the Batman. Aww. Even though that came out on HBO Max. It sure did. And now we're getting to the point where there's a lot more movies that are coming out that I really, really want to see. And then... <sighs> I mean, yeah. we're not too far away from Multiverse of Madness. No, we are not. <laughs> so what do you say we uh, hop into the movie news that we have for this week? Well, I mean, it was Easter this week, so hop, hop. <laughs> bad i it was decent yeah it was (laughs) all right well the first one that we have is actually a little bit of news coming from netflix okay and that uh they are apparently launching some new plans okay for subscribers that are going to include uh they will include ads but they will be cheaper (sighs) i mean i get it i do but who honestly is going to go for an ad version? Well, with how many, with how many streaming platforms there are nowadays, and you know, not necessarily either knowing how to or wanting to pirate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, movies or things like that, they still want to, you know, kind of support studios to be able to make these movies, kind of thing. Sure, sure. Um, you know, Netflix to to buy movies to for distribution or you know, for like HBO going to Warner Brothers and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there are way too many streaming platforms. That That is very true. My next question was going to be, do we know if they're going to be like ads from all companies or if it's just going to be Netflix-based ads? Uh, I do not know. Oh, okay. Uh, so basically, they, um, they're... they're planning to roll out less expensive plans supported by advertising they don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet what kind of pricing there's going to be okay anything like that but it is in the works okay uh so reed hastings who's the co-ceo that had said that you know those that have followed netflix knows that he is not has has been against the complexity of advertising and a big fan of simplicity of subscription mm-hmm uh but he wants to give people choices and especially, you know, cheaper choices since they keep bumping up the price of the plans here now. Right. And, you know, they want to cut down the price, but then also have the advertising to kind of supplement the, I guess, what would be to them, you know, loss of revenue from having a cheaper one. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It just kind of seems weird. But apparently they have been having declining subscriber or declining subscribers. Oh, wow. Okay. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it all goes. But I mean, I mean that's my, you know, they yeah. did have that whole thing with uh, they're going to be cracking down on password sharing. That's true. So we'll see how all of that goes. That's very, very true. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Well, that's. The, I mean, I like Netflix is already expensive enough. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess it's. Gl- I'm glad that they're going to have a cheaper option out there for people that necessarily can't afford. You know. A normal subscription. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess hopefully it'll all work out for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. I was trying to figure out a transition, but I <laughs> not without using a bad word. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you, you you could say that they for these new plans they're going to be dropping the price, mm-hmm. just like. Bam Margera dropped his lawsuit that he had going against uh, the rest of the the rest of the people of the Jackass films. Okay, all right, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that work? Yeah, it does. 
So apparently Bam Margera has dropped his lawsuit. Um, okay. They don't really have, I guess, a, a reasoning, but basically it, it's saying that he has uh, filed for the lawsuit to be dismissed with prejudice, meaning that it can't be filed again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically, like, I think we kind of went over the story, but he was on the set and part of the movie for Jackass Forever when that was going to be coming out. Right. Um, but he was also having, you know, some, some subs- substance abuse problems and mm-hmm. uh, had signed a contract, I guess, without, like, a lawyer present, anything like that, mm-hmm. saying that he would be drug tested every day. And uh, let's see here. Uh, and that he, you know, did not slip up. Otherwise, he'd be gone. Mm-hmm. And that basically they found... Uh, I guess Adderall in his system, but he oh. is asserting that the Adderall was prescribed by a doctor, and uh, that it was discriminatory for them firing him for having that in his mm-hmm. system. Sure. Okay. But I mean, like I said, now he's he's dropped his lawsuit, and we'll just have to see where this all goes. I guess, especially since we have the movie probably coming out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever digital pretty soon here, if not already. I right. haven't really mm-hmm. kept up on that one. Right, yeah, I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> but hopefully this will all work out and Bam can get the help that he needs if he actually needs it. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And, you know, maybe they can get a get a final, final send-off of the gang somehow. Yeah, I really hope that he gets his nut. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about, you know, how Disney bought Fox and everything like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. One of the big movies for Fox and Fox Animation, especially the Blue Sky Studio portion of it, was Ice Age. And with that, the offshoot side character of Scrat the Squirrel, the Ice Age Squirrel, mm-hmm. trying to get his, his acorn or nuts, whatever, and <laughs> just everything kind of combining against him to keep keep it away from him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so since Blue Sky was actually shut down by Disney after the merger... Mm-hmm. Uh, the studio kind of released one last scrat adventure mm-hmm. where he finally gets the acorn. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, emotional. Doesn't, doesn't try to, you know, bury it and crack a continent in half. And <laughs> uh, I bet you he's still like worried about it though. Just like, mm-hmm. like looking around every corner to be like, why hasn't anything gone wrong yet? <laughs> right. Right, I mean, I did watch it too. Okay, and I mean, it. I don't know. I was like, oh man, how old was I when Ice Age came out? <sighs> okay, I mean, I was what eleven, twelve ish, twelve, yeah, eleven, twelve, thirteen ish. So I was, I was maybe a little bit older for it, but you know, I still watched it. I still enjoyed it. Oh sure. You know, it had a little bit more more adult humor than a regular than a, like a Disney cartoon would have Disney mm-hmm. animation would have mm-hmm. especially since it was coming from Fox and everything and it was I mean it was literally Ray Romano uh, John Leguizamo and <laughs> Dennis Leary as the three <laughs> main go. characters uh-huh. and uh, there was definitely some jokes that went over my head not gonna sure. lie mm-hmm. uh, but yeah just uh you know, going from there and now 20 years later to have Scrat finally get the acorn was just kind of like, aw. No, yeah. Aw. <laughs> aw, squish. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my question is if he actually gets the acorn or not. Yes. Okay, yes, good. He does. Yeah, he deserves Ice Age it. was released March 15th, 2002. Oh my god. Yeah. And the, uh,. The computer graphics haven't aged all that well. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I can remember Ice Age 2, want, everybody wanting to go see it because the movie premiered the trailer for the Simpsons movie. Right. Yeah. Right, it did. Go and watch the trailer and then leave? Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> uh. that, that's right when we were starting to get you know more... Well, Ice Age 2, The Meltdown. So that was 2006. That was after YouTube was started. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that was a year after YouTube started, so it still wasn't, like, big, big. Right, right, yeah. Oh, my God. 
God, can can you remember back in the day when we had to like go online or actually go to a movie to actually see a trailer for something? Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, oh boy, that was that was something. That was something. It sure was. <laughs> Nowadays, if that were to happen, it'd probably just fill people with rage. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make them file out into the streets. Uh, good transition, sir. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Streets of Rage, the video game, is apparently going to be getting a movie treatment. Perfect. Which, I, I never played Streets of Rage. Did you ever play Streets of Rage? I did. I That was a game that I finally remember on the Sega Genesis. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, apparently Derek Kolstad mm-hmm. uh, wrote, the, wrote the script as it is as of right now. Okay. Derek Kolstad also helped to to create the John Wick franchise Mm -hmm. and also wrote Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. That's such a good movie. (laughs) So, uh, yes, I I think the the script is probably in some pretty good hands. Mm -hmm. We'll have to, we'll have to see how it, how it goes, but, uh, I don't even know if it's going to be going with Paramount or who it'll be going with because it's being sent out by, the same people that did Sonic, the DJ2 Entertainment. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, basically DJ2, they did sign an overall deal with Amazon earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're also looking to adapt It Takes Two, which is a game that won uh, at the Game Awards, I think, this last year. Okay. So we'll see how it all goes. God, it takes two. That made me think of that Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen movie <sighs> with uh, Steve Gutenberg and uh, Christy Al- Christy Alley. It takes two, baby. Yeah, it takes two. Nineteen ninety-five. Uh, Christy Alley, Jane Shiblet or Shibit. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Seems like you've stumbled onto something. I've unlocked a core memory. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> I I remember seeing like posters and stuff this. I don't know if I ever actually watched the movie. Okay. But it's it's like Parent Trap without being Parent Trap. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Cuz that predates the Lindsay Lohan Disney movie. Like not by much, but it predates it. Now watch I be wrong. Uh, by 3 years. Okay. But not the original Parent Trap. That one came well, out not. You know, what, 34 years previously? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. But, yes, so uh, DJ2 <laughs> Entertainment is looking to make Streets of Rage. They're looking to make It Takes Two the game into okay. a movie. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, Derek Kolstad is, uh, has written the script as of right now. It'll like probably go it. through a lot of iterations before being made if it does get made oh sure right <laughs> well sounds good i like i love those game or i love the game i just don't rem- remember there being a story i remember it being a beat a beat em up but not any story so that'll be interesting to see what they come up with yeah yeah well i mean there is another game movie that uh, is in the works that doesn't really have a story either true okay and that is the minecraft movie <sighs> okay which apparently has found its uh its its leading star in jason momoa <laughs> aquaman himself is going to be steve from minecraft i'm guessing i could be wrong there i could be wrong there how can he be in a mine when he is the ruler of atlantis it's a mine in atlantis <sighs> you just had to take it there didn't you <laughs> mine Mine? 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Jason Momoa is set to star in the Minecraft movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is lo- looks like it's being directed by Jared Hess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if he's done anything else here quick besides the one that we talked about earlier. Okay. Oh, he directed uh, Masterminds. 
Masterminds. Okay. With, so uh, it, with Zach Galifianakis that got delayed by like three years. Okay, I was wondering if it was that one or if it was the Masterminds with Patrick Stewart. Nope. The okay. one with uh, Galifianakis. Gotcha. Uh, he is. He also directed Nacho Libre. Ah. And he also directed Napoleon Dynamite. Such a good... I could care less for Nacho, but 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 Napoleon Dynamite, definitely. I spent like three hours shading your upper lip. <laughs> you drinking skim milk because you think you're fat? Because you could totally drink 2% if you wanted. <laughs> oh, that movie should not be as good as it is. <laughs> it, is it is ridiculous. And I can see how a lot of people don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy it when I do watch it. Uh, it takes a couple of viewings to really appreciate it, though. <laughs> Gina, eat your dinner! God! <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of John Heater, um, mm-hmm. so I was thrifting the other day. I went to Goodwill, and I went into the toy section, and I came across a game called Quip It!, and okay, it, on, okay. on the box features John Heater. That's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I got the name right because I know you're Googling it right now. <laughs> huh? No, you did. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, good. I'm just looking to see what he's done recently. Okay. Uh, he, oh, that's right. Yeah, we, we did talk about him not too long ago. Not necessarily on the podcast, but on uh, a trailer that I had you watch that... That's right. That movie looks so bad. I mean, it was released last year. Uh, Basically, there's a trailer out there. When we were talking about Pinocchio and those trailers that were coming up for the Guillermo del Toro and the Disney live-action Pinocchios, found out that there's another one that has... I I think John Heater was one of the best parts of that trailer <laughs> yeah <laughs> because we also had um Polly Shore as Pinocchio acting like he was just 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 reading the lines basically like, oh no I will save you uh <laughs> like if you if you want if you want a more expressive Polly Shore performance watch the goofy movie am i am i am i am i right or am i wrong oh no you are totally right sir (laughs) (laughs) but yes so getting getting back uh jared hess Mm -hmm. is going to be directing minecraft with jason momoa starring okay all right and it's gonna be coming from warner brothers oh sorry uh warner bros discovery yeah. <laughs> All right. It sounds good. I could kind of see Jason Momoa playing a creeper. But I don't. I don't me. think he's. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's going to be a creeper. He's not creeper material. He's definitely Steve. <laughs> I think. I think he's going to be a villager. Although, if they do need a villager. Hmm. 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 Uh, yes. I am available. And a cheap. <laughs> I don't take much. <laughs> Please hire me. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. We've, we've got, uh, another... I, I don't, I don't know how this is gonna go. We'll have to see. It'll be very interesting, to say the least. Yes. And keeping on that interesting train... Mm-hmm. Another movie that we've talked about before is the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. Although, if we are to believe, I know I'm, I'm, I'm sure I made this joke before, but if we are to believe Aqua is that life in plastic is fantastic, <laughs> why do people listen to us? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> oh, okay. But with the Barbie movie, we have two new people that have joined in to the cast. Oh, okay. And uh, that is uh, Issa Rae and Michael Sarah. <laughs> Issa Rae I can understand, but Michael Sarah. 
they they have been added in unnamed roles. Okay. So I don't I don't know. <sighs> uh, uh, back into what I was saying last week, I could definitely see Michael Sarah as like the live version of the photo on the play doh, like the little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, I'm sure that's not the case, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> wow. Oh, Michael, Sarah, I love you. <laughs> well, we'll have to see where it goes, but I, I just, I, there's a lot of movies that I, I have to see a trailer first before I, mm-hmm. before I decide anything. Right. But, uh, there, there's one movie that I really don't really, I don't really have to see a trailer for to know that I want to go watch it. Right. Okay. And that's Renfield. Yeah, buddy. Which is the uh, the Nick Cage uh, and Nicholas Holt Dracula movie. Uh, it's going to be good. Which apparently was based on an original pitch from The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman. Really? Okay. Apparently. Hmm. That's interesting. The film is said to be a modern-day adventure story that is comedic in tone. Did you see the set photo of him dressed up as Dracula, though? As in, like, Nick, as in Nick Cage? Uh, I, I didn't... I think I might have seen something. Oh, okay, yep. <laughs> he looks like a mixture of Liam Neeson's Dracula from Dracula Dead and Loving It and the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, 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 ah. One Nicholas, two uh, uh. Nicholas, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> three, three Nicholas. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, there's a, there's a joke that's running out there. Mm-hmm. That's like you know. So who is who is your favorite you know vampire character in in all of film? And somebody says you know it's the the one that's on Sesame Street, and they're told well no he doesn't count. I assure you, he does. <laughs> oh, that's still bad, but it's good. Oh, Thank you. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, if, if Renfield is anything... I mean, it's going to be a horror comedy, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, but that being said, if it's a horror comedy like, say, Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down for it. 100%. Cool. All right. I could see it being kind of giving it like a a Tim Burton vibe. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, let's see here. So the little synopsis thing that we have is the film centers on Renfield, Nicholas Holt, mm-hmm. who has grown sick and tired of his centuries as Dracula's Nicholas Cage, uh, lackey. The henchman finds a new lease on life and maybe even redemption when he falls for feisty, perennially, perennially angry traffic cop Rebecca Quincy played by Aquafina. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm sold already. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. I mean, it, it kind of sounds... It, it does sound a little bit like uh, Renfield is, is going to be going into the danger zone a little bit, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like it. That was a good one. <laughs> Speaking of the danger zone, mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick has apparently... Uh, they're saying that they shot so much footage that they actually shot more footage than the three Lord of the Rings movies. And that's for three movies? Top Gun Maverick is just one. That's nuts. Yes. But basically what they were saying is that because they were doing so much, uh, like, in the cockpit, like, you know, looking at the actors and stuff, or just mm-hmm. attached to the plane, you know, out of a... Oh, it was... Um, let me make sure I, I actually say who's who's saying this correctly okay. uh so the dire- director uh joseph kosinki mm-hmm. basically said out of a 12 to 14 hour day you might get 30 seconds of good footage that's that's crazy yeah so it was months and months of aerial shooting uh they shot he thinks it was around 800 hours of footage mm-hmm. and so it was external plane shots there was in cockpit sequences and then the cast actually had to be operating the camera as well, like to turn it on and start it recording. Mm-hmm. So they had to turn the cameras on and off, 
make sure that the cameras angled correctly, the lenses were set correctly, um, that you had to kind of imagine where they should be looking at other jets and stuff like that while mm -hmm. talking, saying their lines, making sure the lighting was correct, uh, all of that. Wow. And then make like sure so that your face work. is actually telling the story mm -hmm. as well. Wow. I am I'm so ready to see this. It <laughs> it it just needs to be a summer already. Right. It looks it looks very good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but uh it should be it should be here pretty soon, hopefully. Hopefully there's no more delays. Like it's been delayed like three years now. Right. <sighs> <laughs> uh hopefully it'll all work out. That's the hope. That's the hope. But with that, that actually is the news that we had for this week here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Travis, did you have any other news that you wanted to uh... throw in there? I can't think anything off the top of my head. All right, all right. Uh, well, in that case, make sure you visit us at Facebook, where facebook.com slash movies are thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram, at movies are thing, no spaces, ashes, slashes, anything like that, at movies are thing. Come on by, say hi. <laughs> Please do, we're lonely now. <laughs> I keep meaning to share stuff, and I just either forget, or it's like three days later, I'm like, oh, that. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Yeah, that was me with the first trailer of the week. <laughs> I was like, I should have posted it, but I didn't. <laughs> right, right. So, the first trailer that we have for this week is mm -hmm. Thor, Love and Thunder, a teaser trailer that dropped. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, it's going to be good. So, basically, honestly, I was kind of hoping... I, I, I really wasn't paying attention to releases and timelines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But... I was kind of hoping that we were going to have the Guardians movie before the Thor movie, which I know is impossible because they Thor would had been shooting for long before Guardians shot, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I think it would have been fun to have like a full-on Guardians movie with Thor. That would have been cool, definitely. Uh, but it seems like they're going to have a Thor movie with the Guardians in it for part of the time. Okay. But let's talk about this trailer. Oh, it, <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> My dude, uh, just <sighs> brain exploded a little bit there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're 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 keeping up with uh, Corgan Meek. Mm-hmm. We're going back to Sakar. Mm-hmm. We're getting like full on uh, '80s neon rock opera costumes, like even more so than Ragnarok. <laughs> right, and Ragnarok was so bright and colorful. Right, uh, it looks like we're gonna be seeing Stormbreaker actually um, doing the Rainbow Bridge. Mm-hmm. What's that called again in the in the universe? Um, not Hemdall. That's the person that guards it. Um, not the Tesseract. Uh, you're gonna Google it faster than I can think of it. Uh, Bifrost. Bifrost, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Peter Dinklage says, In theory, it could also summon the Bifrost. Blah, 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 blah. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was my, that was my impression of Peter Dinklage's character in uh, Endgame. You sounded like Infin an angry elf. Infinity War. Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. Infinity War. Yes. It will kill you. <laughs> Only if I die. Yep. <laughs> Yes, that's what kill you means, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I may have added on there a little bit. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> well, th th we got to see an arm for Russell Crowe as, uh, um, uh, the, is it Zeus? Yeah, Zeus. Yes. And then we also got to see, um, Valkyrie possibly kind of getting more into a leadership role. Yeah, on in, in new, new Asgard. Asgard. I was disappointed we didn't see. Uh, I don't think we saw any of the God Butcher. I don't think so, but we did see a repa repaired Mew Mew. We did, yes. That still had the cracks in it, though. Mm-hmm. That was being held by Jane. <laughs> mm. Jane Foster. <laughs> She's back. 
And I will say that that Thor suit looks good on her. Mm-hmm. It does. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> like Taika, just take all the money. Mm. You know, <laughs> make make whatever movie you want. Just take mm-hmm. the money and make it. <laughs> it's gonna be. Whew, whew, yeah, whew, whew, it's whew. gonna be a good one. A good, good one. And maybe, like, going back to your whole Guardians thing, maybe it's going to all make sense once we see Thor that maybe there's a reason why the Guardians aren't with Thor anymore that we just don't know. So, I was kind of watching the trailer a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, 1, 2, 7, 20, something like that. I don't know. But, <laughs> so it looks like they leave him on Sakaar after he becomes you know ripped thor again yep um with korg because korg is there too on sakar mm-hmm. and then they go off and do their own thing and that's where guardians 3 is going to be i'm guessing See, uh, i'm all i'm kind of wondering if the guardians dropped off thor at sakar after the event after the events of um end game so that, because he wanted to be in solitude still, that well, I'm wondering if if that's why he's he's there back on the planet. Well, he he already had gotten, you know, re ripped as you know, God Thor. Uh, yeah. Instead of instead of having the end game kind of honestly, it was it was it seemed to me like a very much kind of PTSD depression body. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, because that mm-hmm. was that was kind of his whole arc is in End Game is he kind of went through this whole arc of uh, depression and not thinking himself worthy, which is when mm-hmm. he caught, you know, Mio Mio, when they went back in time. And he did, he was, you know, I'm still worthy. Like, because he didn't believe in himself. Right. You know, after after failing to stop Thanos. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there's there's a whole thing with that, but I kind Shit of... got for the head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of wish it, it seems like they're going to kind of just kind of gloss over that now I kind of wish we would have been able to kind of explore that a little bit more mm-hmm. just because you know I I don't know how I wouldn't necessarily say realistic but um, how I don't even know the words I'm trying to say <laughs> how good of a representation it would be to be like oh hey you know just just work out and you'll be fine kind of thing if it's going to be something like that or mm-hmm. you know if they're if they're going to kind of take that and it might be like a self-destructive like hey i'm in shape now and now i get to do whatever the f i want mm-hmm. kind of thing you know but it doesn't really matter because all this stuff happened and you know my whole entire personality is basically changed now because of it right if they're going to kind of go more in that direction so i, I don't know we'll have to see because in the in the trailer, he was kind of just going around, and you know, he went to I don't know which which planet he was on at that point in time, but where the person like swung onto his boat and he like you know grabbed her kind of thing, mm-hmm. and like you know did a whole like spin around and as he caught her, so I don't know. Right. What do you think? Hmm. I mean, what you're saying sounds pretty good. I mean, I I just don't know. Like, I try to go into these Marvel movies. Like expecting the unexpected, mm-hmm. so I guess I I really can't say what I think until like I just want to be able to see it happen in front of me and not speculate because then if I get disappointed, then it's my own fault. Right, right, and I mean we've talked about that too, and I've I've told people not to do that, and so I'm doing mm-hmm. what I told people not to do, but <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like that, that, that whole arc kind of hit hit a little close to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's why I'm. I guess I feel a little bit more connected to that. Oh sure, specifically. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. The new Thor: Love and Thunder teaser is out now. Hopefully, we get a full trailer soon. We'll I'm see. sure because what that's coming out July. July eighth. I'm sure we'll get something probably mid to late May, maybe early June. But early June, I feel like, would be too close because that's right. close to release date. Right. Maybe uh, maybe right after Multiverse of Madness, we'll get something. That could be. Very true. All right. Travis, did you want to talk about this next one? 
Sure we can. I think it looks good. Okay. Uh, the next trailer that we have is for a movie called Crimes of the Future, which is directed by David Cronenberg. Uh. <laughs> uh. uh. And it stars Viggo Mortensen, mm-hmm. uh, Leia Sudu, and Kristen mm-hmm. Stewart. I completely butchered that second name. I do apologize, but... <laughs> uh, I think it looks really, really good. It looks really weird, though. Yeah. I yeah, mean, there's... That, yeah. There, there's definitely some... Uh, uh, who's the director that I'm thinking of that does a lot of, like... David Lynch. David Lynch. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily contorting, but, like, taking the human body and just doing weird stuff with it, I mm-hmm. guess. Like, if you if you watch the trailer, you know exactly what I mean. And, you know, you look at, say, David Lynch's The Dune... Or, David Lynch's Dune. Mm-hmm. And everything that kind of goes on with that. Uh but this one kind of felt like it was along the same lines. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because yeah, it's David Cronenberg. He made you know, like The Fly. He made Eastern Promises. Mm-hmm. He made. He also made um, History of Violence too, right? I believe so. Yeah. Like all of those movies with Viggo Mortensen are fantastic. If you have a chance to watch them, you should. Um, because they may, they are a little bit out there, a little bit, like, I want to say noir, um, because it was more, it was in the early days of comic book stuff, like, because I know Eastern Promises was a graphic novel, and History of Violence is a graphic novel, so those are the early days of comic book movies, and I thought he did a really good job, especially with History of Violence, that movie is fantastic. He did uh, Scanners, too, back in uh, 81. Oh, yeah, 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 he did, didn't he? Yeah. Um, But it's going to be a very niche sort of crowd to go see it. But I feel like if you liked his other movies, you you might want to check this one out. And I guess, you know, that, that kind of what I was talking about before, too. The Fly is another good example of that, mm-hmm. you know, where Jeff Goldblum is when he's changing into the fly, David Cronenberg shows all of that. Definitely. Yes, he does. And I feel like this is, you know, kind of along the same lines of, you know, what is shown visually, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely makes sense. I will have to see, like, definitely see more of a trailer because that one was just like a teaser technically, wasn't it? Yes, it was the official teaser. Okay. Um, But yeah, this one... I am going to give you a warning right now. It is a neon production, so it is going to be very, I'm guessing, very limited when it does get released. Okay. So I'm going to have to go searching for it. That's fine. I'll play the hunt. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That kind of leads us into our next trailer here, too, mm-hmm. which is for The Northman. And we actually have two trailers that released. Uh, we have the second trailer, and we also have a Red Band trailer that was released. Mm-hmm. And basically with the Northmen is where uh, a young Viking prince sees his, or is out with his father. His father gets murdered by his uncle. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like chased off and his uncle, 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 his uncle kidnaps his mom kind of thing. And then he comes back, the prince comes back years later to take revenge. Yeah. I'm so excited to see this. <laughs> it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks, well, very R-rated. Very R-rated, yes. Hence the Red Band trailer. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but at the same time, it it looks, uh, well, the, it just looks amazing in general. Like, the visuals of it look fantastic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it, it I mean, looks it, very, it, very trippy as well. It does. Um, I know you haven't seen a lot of Robert Eggers stuff, but like The Lighthouse and The Witch it is within the same style of how The Northman looks because it's very dark, very dreary. Right, right. So I, I, I feel like he chose a right, or a, not a right, but the right movie for him to do and also i'm tipping the hat to him that he's choosing to do something that he hasn't really done which is more of an action adventure story right right 
Absolutely. So, should be it should be good. All right, fantastic. Uh, well, with that being said, though, that's the trailers that we had for this week, which leads us in to the movies that are premiering this week. Mm-hmm. The movies for this week. Mm-hmm. The first one is The Bad Guys, which is rated PG and is going to be a nationwide release. A crackerjack criminal crew of outlaw animals are about to attempt their most challenging con yet, becoming model citizens. Never have there been five friends as infamous as the bad guys. Dashing pickpocket Mr. Wolf, seen it all safe cracker Mr. Snake, chill master of disguise Mr. Shark, short fused muscle Mr. Piranha, and sharp tongue expert hacker Miss Tarantula, aka Webs. But when after years of countless heists and the and being the world's most wanted villains, the gang is finally caught, Mr. Wolf brokers a deal that he has no intention of keeping to save them all from prison, the bad guys will go good. Under the tutelage of their mentor, Professor Marmalade, an arrogant but adorable guinea pig, the bad guys set out to fool the world that they've been transformed. Along the way, though, Mr. Wolf begins to suspect that doing good for real may give him what he's always secretly longed for, acceptance. So when a new villain threatens the city, can Mr. Wolf persuade the rest of the gang to become the good guys? IMDB has this one at a 7.0 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 92% and Metacritic is sitting at a 56. Because they're the bad guys. I remember when that first trailer came out and it had that song, You and I Rolled Our Eyes. <laughs> oh, there was so much rolling of the eyes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... The movie looks decent. It does. It does, definitely. Uh, it doesn't look, like, fantastic, but it doesn't look, like, Metacritic 56 bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I mean it, it is It is yeah. based off of uh, some graphic novels. Is it? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, neither did I until I read it here. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. Hold on one second. Holding. Okay, so they put it at a 3 out of 5. So this person put it out at a 3 out of 5. Mm-hmm. This is Tarantino for ankle biters with a bit of Ocean's Eleven thrown in. Funny, energetic, and just smart enough. Oh, uh, okay. That kind of makes me want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's the first line of their review. Tarantino-esque with, <laughs> with a little bit of Ocean's Eleven rolled in. Yeah. Tarantino for ankle biters is the exact that's quote. That's it, yes. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, so this movie looks fun. It looks mm-hmm. like it's, it'll be fun for the family to go to. Um, you know, it, it's going to be one of the only ones that families can go to if they want to go see a movie this weekend. Uh, and they've been keeping up with all the rest of the movies that have been out so far. And, I, I mean, the, the Mr. Wolf is voiced by Sam Rockwell, so how can you go wrong? Right. Uh... <laughs> And then the Miss Tarantulas is voiced by Aquafina. Mm-hmm. Mr. Shark is Craig Robinson. Yeah. Mr. Pirano, Piranha is Anthony Ramos, who was in In the Heights and I believe is going to be in Transformers Beast Wars, right? That's... Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. It's all I'm, I'm remembering together. that correctly, right? That sounds correct. I know that there's somebody from In the Heights playing in the new Transformers Beast Wars movie. Yep, yep. No, I just I just looked it up and... That's that's right. Okay. He's going to be in Transformers Rise of the Beasts. And he was awesome. in Bad Guys. And he was also in Hamilton as John Lawrence and Philip Hamilton. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes, it should be should be pretty good, I think, personally. Especially Definitely. for families to go to. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, especially with this weekend, there not being a whole lot of kids' stuff besides stuff that's already been out. Right. So, I mean, it's going to be a good option for families to get out and, you know, spend time with one another. No, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we have a couple more movies to get to. The next one being The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is going to be rated R and is going to be nationwide. Creatively unfulfilled and facing financial ruin, Nicolas Cage must accept a $1 million offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous superfan. 
Things take a wildly unexpected turn when Cage is recruited by a CIA operative and forced to live up his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. With a career built for this very moment, the seminal award-winning actor must take on the role of a lifetime, Nick Cage. IMDb has this one at a 8.1 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 94%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 73 I cannot wait. This is gonna be so good. <laughs> oh, this is this movie is gonna be just fantastic. <laughs> uh, just Nick Cage being Nick Cage at his most Nick Cageiest. Right, and having to go like going back and watching some of his previous films to try to recapture that unhinged energy. <laughs> I am I am ready for this one. Yeah, it's gonna be good, and it has Pedro Pascal in it. Mm-hmm. It has Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. It has Neil Patrick Harris. It has Neil Patrick Harris. I f- almost forgot about him. It's just going to be, yeah, it, it, it's a stellar cast, and it looks like they're having fun. Right, right. It also has um, Ike Barinholtz. That's right, yeah. We were talking, I think it was either last week or the week before, how we were trying to figure out what he was in, and I, I think it was Blockers that we figured out that he was in. Yep. It was Blockers. Uh, he was in The Hunt from 2020. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, he played Lex Luthor in the Lego, Lego Movie 2, the second part. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's see here. I think there was more. Oh, that's right. He was Griggs. Griggs in Suicide Squad. That Yes, he was. That's what we remembered him from. Mm-hmm. And then for, uh, obviously forgot him from... <laughs> Uh, but yes, it's, oh, it looks so good. It looks hilarious. It looks mm-hmm. unhinged. It looks just Nick Cage being his Nick Cageiest, trying to kill the Mandalorian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> After being recruited by Griggs. Like Riot. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Griggs and, let's see if we can find one here quick. Sorry, one second. Yeah, I can't remember any character names for her. Mm. Yeah, I'm blanking. And Tiffany Haddish. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Should be fun. Most definitely. Uh, but that leaves, leaves us with our last movie of the week, mm-hmm. which is one that we've already talked about a little bit, and that is The Northman, which is rated R and is going to be nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince Amleth is on the verge of becoming a man when his father is brutally murdered by his uncle, who kidnaps the boy's mother. Two decades later, Amleth is now a Viking who's on a mission to save his mother, kill his uncle, and avenge his father. IMDb has this one at a 7.8 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 89% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at an 82% or 82 Metacritic must see. <laughs> I'm ready for this one. I am too. Uh, I mean,. Between, you know, Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, Anya Taylor-Joy. William Dafoe. Yeah. Yep, William Dafoe is in there, too. Bjork is in there. Bjork, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was her, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We saw her in the trailer. She is the Cirrus. Uh, okay, yep, yep. The the one with the crazy bees and stuff in front of her eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I like it. And then Willem Dafoe is playing Hymir the Fool. Okay. Yeah, obviously Alexander Skarsgård as uh, Amleth, uh, Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. as the Queen, mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke as the King, mm-hmm. and then Klaus Bang as Fjolnir the Brotherless. Hmm, that's quite the name, okay. <laughs> right? But I think he's playing the uncle? Okay. Possibly. I could be wrong. Could mm-hmm. be wrong. I don't know if that's actually the uncle that they're, that that's the name of the... Uh, character but oh sure okay all right this this looks so good like we were talking about it looks very very action-packed which is something that we haven't really gotten Mm -hmm. from robert eggers yet and it was written so it was written by robert eggers and uh sion okay who also wrote lamb you remember that one we talked about yeah i do yep uh well we'll see how that goes apparently wrote (laughs) a version of hamlet for somebody i don't know exactly who or gotcha okay i can't necessarily i don't i can't really find it here mm-hmm. 
Interesting, interesting. I think I've said this before on other episodes, but I find it hilarious that Alex Ga- that Al- Alexander Skarsgård is playing a Northman mm. in a movie called The Northman, and in True Blood, his name was Eric Northman. <laughs> perfect. I just get a kick out of that. <laughs> That's perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. That uh, that basically kind of wraps up our movies for the week. No, it's over already. I mean, we've been recording for a while here now. I'm, I'm not sure going to lie. You shut up, Travis. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said it. Um, <laughs> but yes, it, it's uh, it looks like we got a, a few good movies again this week. Mm-hmm. Travis, are you going to be spending a lot of time at the movie theater? <sighs> at least for two of them, definitely. I, I definitely want to go see The Northman, and I definitely want to see Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. You don't want to see the bad guys. I can wait for that one. Sorry, what was that? I can definitely wait for that one. Fine. Fine. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I honestly want to go see all three of these. I do. Okay. I do. If I had to choose a, an order... Mm-hmm. Unbearable weight, mm-hmm. Northman, bad guys. Okay, that's that is definitely my list too. Where I would go. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Do we I'm agree glad, on I'm, something? Hey. I'm glad we're, we we yeah. I'm glad we agree. Yeah, me too. Great minds think alike. <laughs> <laughs> Although with that, uh, Travis, do you have anything else that you would like to say? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could say what you normally say, but then that wouldn't give you anything to do. So you go for it, sir. Well, <laughs> in that case, you can visit us at Facebook, facebook.com slash movies are thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dash, slashes, anything like that at movies are thing. <gasps> we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we have that over there. That being said, Travis. Yes. I do believe it is about that time. Well, here it comes. <laughs> Cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Did I tell you the reason I couldn't do a recording last night? Uh, no you didn't. Ah, because I am procrastinator make procrastinationister. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we had some stuff, you know, that was due yesterday. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, I did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh... That was a lot of, yeah. So then I'm sure you went home and just crashed after that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't finish until like nine o'clock. Oh. And then I was, okay. I was just like done. I was like, bleh, bleh. Mm-hmm. One more time, bleh. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Bleh, bleh, bleh. I do not say bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I do say. So, uh, but what do you, what do you say, uh? We go ahead and <laughs> take a couple minutes for me to rearrange everything because I haven't done that yet. <sighs> I know, I know. Amateur hour. Basically. Acting like this is episode one. Basically. <laughs> there we go. How many episodes have we done? Like in the whole time without me and everything. Ah, uh, hold on. Uh, me come. On 69. Come on. No. What? I said, come on, 69. Oh, way more than 69. Come on, 
Come on, fourth. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> We're not quite there yet. No. Uh, so list. Oh, it doesn't actually tell us. Okay, so all of our episodes, including like some special stuff that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, 157. Oh, okay. That goes back to December 6th, 2018. Wow. I remember those first couple episodes. They were... (laughs) Yeah. A little rough, but that's okay. It was just the start. (laughs) (laughs) A little rough is being very generous. (laughs) Because that was when it was just you, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and they were like five minutes long. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was... I mm, We'll not talk about that yet. Uh, but we have 157 uh, episodes listed on uh, moviesarething.podbean.com. Okay. If people wanted to you know, check it out, you could. You never know. Could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It's most definitely a thing that you can do. Uh, let's see here. First, there. Do that one there. Up there. And actually, we should just put that one down there like that. All right. Uh. Uh. Travis. Yes. Danger zone. Danger zone. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my arms. I'm moving them all around. Look at me go. Woo. <laughs> oh, what's that? Is it... I think I think Ricky Bobby has a, a version of it where he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he does too. It's been a while since I've seen Talladega Nights, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yes. The best. Uh. (laughs) Wow. Wow, dude. Wow. Wow. So much suck, Travis. Just so much suck. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Nah. Well, you done and did it. I did it. <laughs> All right, man. I think I'm gonna call her. Sounds good. You have yourself a good way. You too, sir. All right, man. All right. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.